Welcome guys to the Trying Podcast. My name is Nanini and on this podcast I'll be sharing with you the steps that I'll be taking to try and get over my fears and get out of my comfort zone. Hi, it's March 6th on a Monday, 2023. So it's a new year and today's episode's title is Full Circle. Um, I think today it's, it's me being grateful to God. There have been a number of values in my life and those around me, but, um, I'll say we are out of the big valleys and looking back, I'm looking back now. And I'm seeing how God was there during those tough times and how he prepared me because I can only speak for myself. How he prepared me. I, I know for my family, some, some, you know, like how God has been with us um, individually. But of course, I can't know every detail of every person in my family. So I'll only speak for myself. So, today I'll be grateful. It's like a great, uh, the, the, it's an episode where I'll just be grateful for God's faithfulness. And so, full circle. <laughs> Let me just explain full circle. Yes, it's one of those words I, I, I felt like God was telling me this will be a title, so I wrote it down. But... Last year, um, and I didn't know when, of course, it will be recorded. I'm saying of course because that's what's, that's usually what happens to most of the titles I write down. I never know when I'll record. And so today is that day for this topic, Full Circle. And so I have not been recording and uploading since December. That was not my intention. Mm, because ever since I started the podcast, I've never missed a Tuesday. And if it was on, if I missed uploading on Tuesday, it was because of some technical difficulties and I uploaded the next day, like on a Wednesday. But my point is I've never missed uploading an episode per week. And I felt like, um... I needed that consistency. If I gave myself any like a leeway or I was lenient in any way, I know myself and I know I would just not follow through, you know. So um, my intention was not to, to stop uploading or recording. Even though in the last episode, I remember saying how I was overwhelmed. So even the reason for not uploading is not that. God has been faithful even in that area where I feel like I'm overwhelmed when it comes to learning the two treasures in his word, you know. So anyway, <laughs> that's not the reason. So the reason is um, on December, my grandmother, my mom's mom, she passed away. So I just 
didn't feel like I should. You know, it was not the time. To <laughs> it was not the time to start recording because we are told that there's time for grieving, there's time for rejoicing, there's time for doing everything. So that was not the time. So I did. I I paused because it was a time where I needed to pause. And the reason why I'm saying I'm being grateful is because now looking back, it's just a month. Since it has been months, and by months I'm 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 looking back from last year, but one 2021, 2022. Yes, there are months, but look, a year. It has been a year, but I'm seeing them as months because when I say a year, it looks like it's so long, but 12 months. Just let's just say like say 15 months. God has. been guiding me for 15 months and preparing my heart when it comes to what happened um last year with the loss and it's obvious because it's now obvious to me because um I've written on these dates because I don't want to be <laughs> start searching them right now so I remember getting the message grief yeah as a topic on March 2021 and I ended up uploading it on June 2022 as an episode and the topic bari um I wrote that down as a topic on October 2021 and I ended up uploading it on August 2022 So I got the 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 topics on 2021, the year 2021, but I ended up uploading them on 2022. Like that's when I felt like God wants me to understand something when it comes to grief, when it comes to bury, and of course in other other recordings such as like breath, and there are other recordings where like in the gap where I've had to like. face the topic of death and the other other recordings of course because i mean <laughs> oh my gosh something is coming to mind let me just write that down first topic of death and then i'll i'll mention later after after i finish this so when it comes to those topics now looking back i'm seeing like god was god wanted me to understand what he, like how he views death and how he views grief and every time something dies it needs to be buried and the reason for that and it he needed me to he needed it to make sense in my head like like i feel like to god that needed to happen so that when when like losing my grandmother on december happens how i deal with that like i have a framework on how to deal with that like god prepared me for that again i'm speaking for myself because you know i can only speak for myself it doesn't mean it's not tough it's not hard it has not been like a like a heavy thing it has been heavy but yeah so i'm seeing god's faithfulness in that sindio and so something else I think I don't know if I mentioned I don't think I did. Did I? I don't think I did. 
in the flyover episode, the heavenly beings episode. Yeah, I didn't mention. So during that time on November, on my dad's side, right? On my dad's side, one of my grandmothers passed away on November last year, right? One of my my grandfather's wives not the not not the grandmother that gave birth to my dad but the other second wife because my grandmother is the first wife of my grandfather and then the second wife he had three wives he passed away but they are they were all alive until the second one passed away last month right so so she passed away on november during that period and there was so much death because right now i'm not in the countryside at the moment but i'm talking about last year and mostly at the like the second half of the year the ha- the last the last half of the year like from July, August, September, October, November, December, there was so much death all around. In the beginning of the year, like, to be honest, I didn't even hear of one death. But half, like the later half of that year, like there was so much death around us in the community, so much death. People I came, like people I came to know, and then like some months later, I hear like they passed away. And it's not like they were fighting and then something happened. It's just like, you know, it was unexpected. And so that death was another unexpected death for my family. So we had to deal with that on November. And then I nobody knew that on December, only God knows, right? That on my mom's side, we'd also, like, we would, lo- we would, um, lose my grandmother so like death was looming right like it's just so much death when I look back at the second half of 2022 it's just death but now yes I can look back and see death you see if God had not prepared me or if I had not listened to what God was trying to prepare me in understanding how he views this entire, like all these things happening and him preparing me on how I should handle them, if I had not listened, I would view that year as death. But now looking back, I'm just seeing God's faithfulness in how he held us together. Like, you see those that verse that, I'll, I'll paraphrase it that says like like a ten thousands will fall all around you but you will stand right like you like you will not be touched of course we were ta- we were touched our family was touched by death but how i'm viewing that now is that i have coming out of that season because it was a season of like so much death coming out of that season the devil doesn't have my heart the devil doesn't have my mind the way i view it like the devil doesn't have power over my mind 
because I'm not viewing it as death and and I'm not angry at God for the death you know and again these studies are just like I call them beginner studies for me because that's the first time I sit down with God to discuss that topic that's happening in my life to cry out to him to ask as many questions as I have as I want you know so those are beginner conversations with me and God like recorded conversations of course between me and God that I feel like I should share as studies because where else am I going to get the answer I'm not going to go to doctors and you know why are people dying diseases germs like they have no answer for me they have no answer for why we constantly human beings cannot just do good just be good why why does death need to happen like can we exist without can a world can there be a world that we can all exist where death is not a reality not part of reality you know so i i turn to my god um the creator of every single thing and i've found answers in his word he has spoken to me through his word and the reason i am saying this recording will be me being um grateful to god like showing gratitude to god and being thankful is because he has answered me not in a way where i like he wants me to shut up like to shut me up like stop asking questions but in a loving way patient way caring way where i've come to understand why there is death i've come to understand what he has done about it like he's not just sitting and yawning and being bored by human beings acting we're not a movie to him like we're not entertainment to god he loves us so much he came down to die like he died he participated in this death you know so it's that deep to god his creation means so much to him that he died and to show that he has power over death he resurrected so that we can also get eternal life in him so it's it's bigger there's a bigger picture that he has helped me see let me just pause for a minute so that i breathe kidogo okay and so um from all the episodes that have been that he has guided me to study when it comes to the quasi the recent episodes the garments um the recent episodes the garments right uh, let me let me go and check the episode titles when it comes to honeymoon phase new dawn right and i'm sure there are other episodes i've talked about this but the recent two episodes the last two episodes honeymoon phase and new dawn like god has taken me on a deep dive it's not an extensive study 
as a beginner study when it comes to the garments we have put on and the garments God wants to give us and the garments he has given us. Right? He wants to give the world. For, um, for God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. The everlasting life comes with being clothed with the garments of splendor. I talked about this in those episodes. The garments of splendor. And that is Christ's righteousness. We are clothed with Christ's righteousness, right? A garment that we don't have to pay anything to get. We don't have to do anything to receive. We only need to believe in Christ and his finished work on the cross. And by believing in him, we receive those garments we put on those garments. Actually, he clothes us with those garments. Revelation, I mean, I went, I've already talked about this in this in that study, right? And even in the back of my head, well, well, before I pressed record and before I decided to record today, because I was like, I need to record, I need to record full circle, but I didn't know, like I just didn't feel like I wanted to come back again to record another episode when it comes to the garments but first corinthians chapter 15 i just needed i felt like that's that's one study at least if i'm to read any verses today me that's the verse that i've written down that's the only verse i've written down first corinthians chapter 15 when it comes to the resurrection the resurrected bodies our resurrected bodies that's the promise we are promised right and because it's going to bring this quote-unquote full circle you know, this is how I'm seeing it coming to full circle again. God, in, in two months from now, a week from now, two years from now, God might tell me, remember the full circle episode? You see how this also is coming together? You see how all this is connecting again? So God, like God gives me those moments where the two light bulbs continue lighting up. So this is not the only time that I'm applying the full circle message. I know God will show me other things coming to full circle right connecting in ways I, I can't see right now but he will reveal later i believe that i've seen that happen so many times i just can't not not believe like saying that i don't believe god now i'll just be lying to myself so i'm so grateful to god right and the i uh well i was talking before i mentioned the topic of death and something came to mind and this is something I've realized over over time when it comes to me, specifically me, Nanini, June. I've had an issue with death. Again, I might have mentioned like some of these things in the previous episodes because it's me. I'm not coming with a scripted thing where I have to like show a side of me or whatever. No, every time I speak, I'm speaking from my mind, from my heart, like... My experiences so i will obviously repeat myself because i am the same person right being made new and renewed in christ amen my mind is renewed but my point is i am the same june when it comes to i am i, I have not changed my name has not changed it's still june nanini my experiences i can't go back to change my past but now god is guiding me on how i should understand it but i am the same june who was way back then senior experience those things so my point is i've realized even in how i'm expressing myself creative 
creatively even in my writing and my stories and all these things all my creative ways you know like the way i'm expressing myself creatively the topic of death has has been something like it has been that elephant in the loo- in the in the loom <laughs> it has been the elephant in the room for me because now going back and i mean anyway it's not like now i'm seeing it now i was seeing some two small glimpses of me with death because i remember i think it was 2021 year the year 2021 because i know 2022 i spent it like in shags um and then 2021 that's when i was in yeah my other home so <laughs> thank god i have so many homes that's a blessing on its own Cindy. so anyway so i was at home and i remember i was um thinking about like i, I had another idea of another script uh, a comic book script and another comic book like a comic book idea and i was writing it down you know so that i don't forget and i'm thinking and then my sister passes by and i'm like by the way dodds kebuskis are like listen look at listen to this story that this idea and then i told her and i'm like do you see the connections like i am the one who like told her do you see the connections when it comes to my stories like there's so much like the main thing is death and how the character or the characters but like the main character is fighting it like there's a war between the character and death and how they and how they um seek maneuver you know like yeah maneuvering but how they deal with death the stories are so different like they are different the characters are different way different but their experiences there's one link that i keep on seeing and it's death and how i am writing how i have been writing these characters of course i'm seeing myself somehow in them but now reading back i have also this like like it's like i have another level of seeing my mind like wow nanini this is how you want the character to to deal with this is that like i even ask myself is that how you're dealing with death you know that's how i ha- like before this year before december of last year these are the questions i was see like i had these two glimpses and these two two checks like to you know like these two light bulbs light when it comes to i think god was like nanini there's something you need to see when it comes to your work this is something that you need to deal with and i feel like that's what god has done in 2022 he gave me the words in 2021 but in 2022 i'm not saying god was not with me when i was writing this the the scripts you know and the screenplays and all these things that have this connection of death i'm not saying god was not there but i was not seeing god there God was there. God is helping me. Because even how I'm writing the characters and how they deal with death. Like looking back now and reading those what I've written and how the characters are dealing with the death. 
looking back now I'm seeing God there but at the time I was not seeing God there I was just writing a story and then sorry and then like months later it hits me like yo nanini kebu why did you write this about the character yo this is, has something to do with how you're dealing with right it's not like I was like I went to like a therapist and the therapist told me nanini this is how you're dealing with this and I was like that would be a perfect character in my quote unquote whatever that would be a perfect story like no i just have this idea in my head i make sure i write it down so that i don't forget it and i continue expounding on these characters and the character arcs and the storyline and the whatevers and then later on i'm reading my own work and i'm like yo i'm seeing the connections right and so even now in 2023 and i'm looking back at my 2022 work and 2021 work and all those other things right and i'm seeing how god was like guiding me along so that in 2022 he sits me down of course i have to obey so he doesn't force me to sit down like finally i obey and i think to god that was a perfect time the right time let me not say perfect that was his right time for me to learn maybe i was ready and i don't know i don't want to assume things but that's when it happened that's when i sat down i was humble enough to sit down and learn i took a seat like all these messages god has been like they're connecting they're connecting and it's because jesus holds everything together that's first colossians is it first colossians chapter 15 first colossians chapter 15 The sun is the image of the invisible God everything excuse me about <laughs> everything was created in him through him for him and he holds everything together so that's why it's connected because i am following truth and truth is a person the man Christ Jesus who is not only a man he is God himself right truth is a is a person and he holds everything together so if i'm following that truth then my life will make sense because he's the one who's guiding me the links these point these things will connect and i'm seeing some of those things connect now that's why i'm grateful because the way i dealt with the death of my grandmother from my mom's side i'm not ignoring you know my step grandmother i would never call her step grandmother you know um, but i'm not ignoring her passing you know we're not close we're not close but that was another death that made me like yo there's so much happening but when it comes to my mom's mom that hit home that hit home but that's the good thing about it god had also the way like those who are around her and her friends and the family our family who are around her they were so clear they were saying shosho knew she was passing she knew and she was ready she kept on saying like she's ready like god has prepared her god had prepared my grandmother and she was one preparing people like you know you guys I'll, i'll 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 be going to be with god she knew she knew 
like it did not catch her by some it, it's so beautiful the last moments because she, even in the last moments she asked for the time she asked my my grandfather who was there with her what's the time and he told her the time and it's like they looked at each other and she closed her eyes and she she let out her spirit that's how my grandmother passed peacefully she knew <laughs> and even knowing that my family coming to know that my grandmother was ready that gave us peace but even more than that without going into details because it's it's insane how god has comforted my family insane like it's supernatural how god has comforted my family and that is why i'm grateful cuz looking back now it's a month yes but even even when we were going through it it was so obvious how god is, was with us like it was so obvious the weight the heaviness of his presence and again speaking for myself i remember i remember in my head when i heard of her passing of course i cried of course but the comfort came in when i would remember she's now clothed with garments of splendor she's she was she was a child of god she believed in christ like it's so beautiful because that's that like that's what made me laugh and cry at the same time i would cry because i felt like i've lost another member of my family and i wouldn't see them again on this earth but i would also find myself laughing with joy because i know she's with christ and she's happy she is clothed you know oh my god something else has come to mind i don't remember when this was either 2020 or 2021 but i have that recording i don't think i'm going i'm going to play it i'm not that's just private but i'm going to mention something i had a dream and i remember telling my family i didn't know what it meant of course but i had a dream and a part of that dream i'm going to mention a small part of that dream i remember we were we were shags my mom's side yeah where my shu- my guka and my shosho are so i remember in the dream my grandfather is asking where is shosho where is shosho like where is your where is where is your grandmother where is shosho and we start looking for my grandfather 
we look for her and the house went such wait uh, anyway let me not go into details but the the thing is i remember seeing my grandmother in such bright clothes she's so happy she was so happy but she was wearing all white And we are like, there, there she is. And my grandfather runs to my grandmother. There's a lot other details in the story, but I remember that dream. I woke up, I'm the type of person who remembers my dreams. And if it's significant in any way or odd in any way, I would tell somebody or write it down. So my family is used, has been used to me telling them my dreams. Uh, but of recent I've just been writing them down and if I feel I should share something I've been sharing but in that dream looking back now God was preparing us that my grandmother is the one who's going to go fast to be with Christ who's going to leave earth fast but we should not even my grandfather should not be worried because she's clothed in white. Okay. So, like, again, um, it's coming, it's... <laughs> it's connecting. It's connecting. God has not been silent. God has been speaking and it's so obvious that to me God has been speaking and again how he's guiding me to understand death and that death has been defeated oh death where is your sting that's a verse oh death where is your victory oh death where is your sting I'm not afraid of dying anymore i remember saying that in another episode where it hit me i'm not afraid of dying oh that was in the another sun episode under the sun i was reading ecclesiastics or is it ecclesiastes i i i, I don't know how to pronounce off head i don't know <laughs> that book <sighs> jesus is the hope jesus is our hope he has given me hope even in our darkest moments. He has given us hope. He's our comfort. He can, He says come to me. All you who are weary. And heavy laden. You who are heavy burdened. And I will give you rest. I am. I can give. Like I can testify. That Christ was our rest. And is still our rest. And he's not quiet. He speaks. My sheep know my voice. So even in these other things where I'm creatively expressing myself. And the topic of death is like the main thing. Not unless maybe I'll move on now. Or if I write more, more scripts and more screenplays or even more stories, whatever. Maybe the... My language will change, my expression and my understanding of how the characters will, 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 you know, 
deal with the looming evil called death maybe that will change or maybe now god has helped me deal with that and maybe he'll give me other another area to deal with i don't know i don't know god's ways his ways are not my ways i'm not going to set him in my like okay god do this first and then do this second i don't know his timing is perfect his timing is perfect like there's so many things i'm not saying right now about how God has shown up for my family during these tough times. It's miraculous. And God is still showing up. He's so faithful. He is. So I think when it comes to the full circle episode, because again, I've been thinking for this season, I think it makes sense for Full Circle to be the last episode of season six. Am I in the sixth episode? Season? Season? Am I in the sixth season? Uh-oh. I've forgotten. Am I in the sixth season? I think so. A fifth season. This season. I think it's the sixth season. All my seasons... I've intentionally, right? It's me. It's my choice. I don't think God told me this, but I don't really think it is. I think it's me. Yeah. I decided my, it's me. Yeah. I decided that every season will have 20 episodes. And after every 20 episodes, I take a four week break and then come back. And that's what I've been doing. Except the first season, which was 19 episodes. Um, but then since then I've had 20 episodes, 20 episodes, 20 episodes, right? And I feel like it's okay for this season to have, is it 17 episodes? Will it be 17? Let me just confirm something for a minute. Um, new dawn. Let me just go search something. Excuse me. New dawn. Okay. 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 Um. Okay. Yeah. Season six, episode seventeen. That is new dawn. So full circle will be episode eighteen. Season six, episode eighteen, and I think, who knows? Tomorrow, God might tell me no. Fikisha twenty, but God is not legalistic. Again, he's not even the one who told me to be having 20 episodes. I am the one who decided that for myself. <sighs> Let me just say the reason why. Because it's nothing spiritual in any way. <laughs> I use <coughs> I use this app called Castbox to lit to um that's why I subscribe to that's my podcast app. My my personal podcast i don't listen to on spotify or things like that i just go to Castbox. it's just a choice it's nothing special i just chose to listen to my episodes there to my um subscription subscriptions there so anyway so on Castbox, before i recorded my first episode i was like oh okay if i start uploading uh, if i start a podcast how will it look and then i, I saw how the app 
specifically Castbox has arranged seasons on not really seasons like batches batches in its in its system so it's from 1 to 19 from 20 to 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 um 39 right i'm not wrong my point is like it has arranged them in batches of of 20 20 20 the first episode that's why it's 19 because the first season is 19 episodes because it's cast box like i was planning my number of seasons and episodes according to that app which i don't regret it's amazing it's perfect it's fine it works for me but now if this season has 18 episodes it will ruin everything when it comes to the quote-unquote um, like a physical appearance what do you call that you know i can still arrange i can still continue with the collections when it comes to seasons but when it comes to the number of pod episodes how it's arranged it will be a bit off so i don't know if this will be the last episode for this season that is what was my intention coming in before recording some days ago months ago before i decided that full circle will be the next topic but it might change but i I don't have an issue with this being the last episode of this season and also because i've been on a long break um i if this is the last episode of this season i'm not going to take the four week break i'm just going to continue straight to season seven if this is the last episode of season six if not then i guess i'm going to continue and record the remaining episodes of season six until i get to 20 episodes because this will be full circle is episode 18 19 20 so maybe there'll be two other episodes who knows so i don't know um some ideas are coming to mind right now but that's not it's not a big deal it's just like aesthetically like aesthetic wise when it comes to specifically cast box because it doesn't affect any other podcast app platform right it's just that one that i personally um choose to use when it comes to listening to any other subscriptions i have so, <laughs> so that's just that's just me I don't know, I just felt like I should mention that if this is the last episode, like, because I've always had 20 episodes per season. So if this ends up being episode 18, season 6, if that's how it ends up being, that's the reason why. And I just feel like it's full circle. I started with the first episode of this season was Barry. Death. I started talking about death. And it would make sense if I... If it comes full circle, right? And the last episode is full circle. And and I'm being honest and sincere about how God has renewed my mind when it comes to dealing with death. It's literally a renewed mind I'm dealing with right now. God has literally, like literally renewed my mind. 
when it comes to death, understanding death. And he has shown up, like he has shown up. He has been so evident during my walk. In this, the ups and the downs, like he has shown up. So I'm not talking from like theoretical or this is what the Bible says. No, yes, this is what the Bible says. And this is how God is applying his word in my life like it's it's happening what i'm reading in the bible is what i'm living and it's not something i forced myself to understand it's evident it's so clear i can't i cannot not like i can't i can't unsee it i can't unexperience it like you know that's why I'm grateful. That's why I'm grateful. So it doesn't have... I don't think today will be a long episode. So I'm going to pause now. And then I'm going to read First Corinthians chapter 15. Right? I'm going to read First Corinthians chapter 15. The resurrection episode. Okay. Okay, 1 Corinthians chapter 15. The mini topic, the resurrection of Christ. (sighs) Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel, you are saved if you hold firmly to the word I preached to you. Otherwise, you have believed in vain. For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, Peter, and then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep they have died verse 7 then he appeared to james then to all the apostles and last of all he appeared to me also as to one abnormally born for i am the least of the apostles and do not even deserve to be called an apostle because i persecuted the church of god but by the grace of god i am what i am and his grace to me was not without effect no i worked harder than all of them Yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Whether then it is I or they, this is what we preach. And this is what you believed. Okay, verse 12, mini topic, the resurrection of the dead. But if it is 
But if it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. More than that, we are then found to be false witnesses about God, for we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead. But he did not raise but he did not raise him if in fact the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You're still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. Okay, let me pause. So what Paul is saying is, you guys, I hear that some of you don't believe in the resurrection of the dead. If you guys think there's no resurrection of the dead, then what does it, it doesn't make sense that you believe Christ was raised. How can you believe Christ was raised and then not believe that the dead will be raised again, right? So there's a contradiction there. There's no way you can believe it's possible for Christ, for God to raise Christ from the dead, but it's not possible for God to resurrect all the dead. That's Paul's argument. And so Paul says, we all believe this, by the way. We all believe that Christ died and resurrected according to the scriptures. So if Christ did not actually die and resurrect, then our faith is futile. We should be laughed at. We are believing a lie if indeed Christ did not rise from the dead. That's what Paul is saying, right? And he's saying even some of our people, some of our, those, some among us have died. Where, what's the hope? Yeah. So that's my understanding of what Paul is saying. What hope do we have that they are with Christ now? What hope do we have that they have received eternal life if not Christ? Again, Christ is the hope because he is the first fruits, right? Meaning the first fruits from the dead. He is the one who is alive in the resurrected body. Not the first one who has been raised from the dead. No, he is the first one who has who is now alive in the resurrected body, the glorified body. Because how Christ appeared to the disciples, that's what I've read. He appeared to them. The body that he appeared to them in was not the flesh body. It was a glorified body. A body that could just appear and disappear in the room, just like that. Could walk through walls. A body that ascended into heaven. Not like Elijah, at the chariot of fire had to come to take him up. No, no, Christ himself ascended into heaven. That's the body that Christ, a body that could eat with the disciples, but also just disappear like that. So that's a glorified body. He is the first fruits of the resurrection of the dead. He is our hope that the dead will be raised. So that's why Paul is saying, then that's why we believe Christ. That's why we believe the dead will be raised because Christ himself was raised, right? Okay. So even those who have fallen asleep, we have hope in Christ that we will meet them again, that they are alive in Christ, right? But physically, on the day of the Lord, that God, from the from the scriptures, 
God has been prophesying that the dead, there will come a day of judgment where all the dead will be resurrected. Some to eternal life and some to eternal condemnation, eternal judgment. That is even in Daniel. Right? So that's what Paul is referring to. How can you believe even in the times when Jesus, before Jesus' um, crucifixion, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, the Pharisees believed in the resurrection of the dead, but the Sadducees did not believe in the resurrection of the dead. You see? And they were Jews, but they did not believe in the resurrection of the dead. Now, even you can, you can I'm assuming, because it's not stated, I'm assuming even those who Paul is talking to here, among them might be some of those Sadducees who believed in Christ. And so Paul is saying, you need to let go of your false old false old beliefs that there will not be a resurrection because if you actually believe Christ was raised from the dead then the dead will be raised you need to believe the scriptures right that that say that the dead will be raised even Isaiah i think i talked about this even in the um, is it in the gap episode where i talked about the resurrection of the dead yeah, so yeah, God has been just guiding me, man. So let me continue. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 20. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as in Adam all die, so... So, for as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. But each in turn, Christ the first fruits, then when he comes, those who belong to him. Then the end will come, when he hands over the kingdom of God, the Father. Then the end will come, when he hands over the kingdom to God, the Father, after he has destroyed all dominion authority and power this is judgment day verse 25 for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet the last enemy to be destroyed is death is death verse 27 for he has put everything under his feet he's quoting psalms chapter 8 Verse 6. Now, when it says that everything has been put under him, it is clear that this does not include God Himself, who put everything under Christ. When He has done this, then the Son Himself will be made subject to Him, who put everything under Him, so that God may be all in all. How I'm understanding that is God the Father and then God the Son. And of course, God the Holy Spirit. Because the Spirit of God comes from God and is the Spirit of Christ, right? But then we are told that Christ has subjected himself under the Father. He is subject to the Father. Because the Father is the one who puts everything under Christ. Meaning God the Father is not under Christ. No, no, no. He is the one who gives everything to Christ. It's like the Son of Man in the Ancient of Days in Daniel chapter 7. Literally, it's like that. The Son of Man is given um, authority and sovereignty and power by the Ancient of Days and sits 
next at the right hand of the ancient of days. That's what's happening here. God the Father is giving Christ lordship and kingship. He is the king of kings and the lord of lords. Right? So Christ humbles himself under the Father's authority and receives the authority given to him from the Father. Right? So that's why Paul can say from verse 21, for he has put everything under his feet. The, ha the he and the his are two different people. For he, God the Father, has put everything under his, Christ the Son's, feet. So you see where we get God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, even in Psalms chapter 8, verse 6. Right? Okay. Now when it says that everything has been put under him, Christ, it is clear that this does not include God the Father himself, who put everything under Christ. When he has done this, when God the Father has done this, the Son himself will be made subject to God the Father, who put everything under him, so that God may be all in all, which God is Paul referring to to here who is all in all God the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit they are all in all Jesus says the Father and I are one that's entirely Paul is preaching literally what Christ preached so verse 29 now if there is no resurrection you people who believe this what will those do who are baptized for the dead if the dead are not raised at all, why are people baptized for them? So Paul is saying there's a group here who's being baptized on behalf of the dead. So you believe that the dead will not be raised, but you're still being baptized. What's what? Like, that doesn't make sense. But unless you believe the dead will be raised, then what you're doing doesn't make sense. Not unless you believe the dead will be raised. Okay. Verse 30. And as for us, why do we endanger ourselves every hour? I face death every day. Yes, just as surely as I boast about you in Christ our Lord, Christ Jesus our Lord, if I fought wild beasts in Ephesus with no more than human hopes, what have I gained? Human hopes, not Christ's hope, not the hope that we find in Christ. Human hopes, our own works not Christ's finished works, our own righteousness, not Christ's righteousness. So Paul is saying, if I fought wild beasts, if I was to battle, if I am battling with only human hopes, what have I gained if the dead are not raised? So Paul is saying, let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. He's quoting Isaiah 22 verse 13. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Come back to your senses as you ought and stop sinning. For there are some who are ignorant of God. I say this to your shame. Now Paul talks about the resurrection of the body from verse 35. Okay. But some will ask, how are the dead raised? With what kind of body will they come? How foolish. What you sow does not come to life unless it dies. When you sow, you do not plant the body that will be, 
but just a seed. Perhaps of wheat or of something else. But God gives a body. But God gives it a body as he has determined. And to each kind of seed, he gives its own body. He continues to explain. Not all flesh is the same. Excuse me, belch. So when God, when Paul says God gives each a body as he determines, he continues to explain what I mean is, people, not all flesh is the same. People have one kind of flesh, meaning God gives people one kind of a body. Animals have another, birds another, and fish another. There are also heavenly bodies a.k.a. heavenly beings with heavenly forms, right? There are also heavenly bodies and there are earthly bodies, but the splendor of the heavenly bodies is one kind and the splendor of the earthly bodies is another. The sun has one kind of splendor, the moon another, the stars another, the stars differ, from star to star, right? So the sun has one kind of splendor, the moon another, and the stars another. And the stars differ from star in splendor. Okay. The same way even the heavenly beings, they're not all the same. There are different heavenly beings. We see Ezekiel and Revelation talk about creatures, the cherubim, who have different faces and the face of an eagle, the face of an ox, the face of a human, one like a human. They have wings. And then we just see also there are messengers, angels, the Malak, who like Gabriel, they are like, hu- I don't say humanoids, but I mean like there are these huge figures that look like humans, but then some like their legs are made of metal, a type of metal, then their chest another, and their face like you see, there's so many different kinds of types of bodies that God has created. This is taking me back to Colossians chapter 15. First Colossians chapter 15 or Colossians chapter 15. I don't know if there's first and second, but chapter 15. The sun is the image of the invisible God and everything was made in Christ, for Christ, by Christ. Meaning all these beings are made through Christ, for Christ, by Christ. Yeah. So anyway, let me continue. Verse 42. So will it be with the resurrection of the dead? So will it be with the resurrection of the dead? The body that is, that is sown is perishable. To sow. For you to sow a seed. This is me. For you to sow a seed, you have to bury it in the ground. Meaning the seed has to die. Even Jesus said this. Jesus said that the seed has to die. For it to grow. So that's literally exactly what Paul is saying. For the new body to be formed, to be created, to come to life, the old has to die. The perishable has to die for the un- for the imperishable to be raised. Right? So Paul is saying, so will it be with the resurrection of the dead. The body that is sown is perishable. The flesh. It is raised imperishable, glorified bodies, garments of splendor, right? This is all in the episodes, the previous episodes that I have been studying. Verse 43, 
it is sown in dishonor. Oh, this is something else. Let me have oh perfect. Let me read this and then mention something. It is sown in dishonor, it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness, it is raised in power. It is sown a natural body, it is raised a spiritual body. <sighs> this is confirming so many things, even from my previous studies. The, the honeymoon phase study and the new dawn study. So in one of those studies, I mentioned how even the priestly garments and the covering cherub take me back to the priestly the priestly um the adam and eve as priests how they were uncovered they had honor and dignity but then from their actions they were uncovered and it's like their garments were taken from them there were garments of honor and dignity that they were clothed in were taken from them even even the guardian cherub that covers the covering cherub in ezekiel chapter 28 if i'm not wrong ezekiel chapter 28 we are told that god takes away something it's covering that's literally what happens in genesis chapter 3 when god curses the snake and says from now on you're going to crawl on your belly meaning something has changed it was working quote unquote working by working i mean existing it was existing in one way but but god has now changed he has taken something from the guardian cherub the covering cherub the serpent in the snake the bronze snake the shining one the burning one it has taken something god has taken something has uncovered that being and now it's crawling and from the studies that have been studying about the cherubim ezekiel and all these other areas where we come across the cherubim we see they have wings and the way they move is different now in Ezekiel chapter 28 the prince of the king of Tyre is a human figure that God addresses and then later God addresses a spiritual being that is influencing this human being this king and God starts talking about the the appearance of this spiritual being and calls it a covering cherub an uncovering cherub right and there are so many of these things when it comes to oh man let me just let me jump there for a little bit a little bit i want to read the there was um i had some in my show notes of which which study was it where i was talking about ruth and boaz honeymoon phase right let me see episodes i wanted to read us some sentences that I had written down for in the in the show notes of the honeymoon phase episode so i'm i'm scrolling through right so the honeymoon phase episode and in the show notes there are some some notes i've written there when i'm reading ruth ruth chapter 3 verse 1 to 18 this is how the 
the different translations have written this verse. The NASB says, spread your covering. I'm highlighting covering, that word that is used there. Spread your covering over your maid, for you are a close relative. That's NASB. The same verse in NIV says, this will make sense if whoever is listening goes back to listen back to this episode, but I don't need to go back to study the same thing. I'm just going to mention something that I've written in the show notes that I, I realized while I was writing the show notes, right? The NIV, the NASB uses the word covering, spread your covering. NIV uses the word spread the corner of your garment. It's a garment. Spread the corner of your garment over me since you are a guardian redeemer of our family. ESV uses the word wings. Spread the wings over your servant for you are a redeemer. And now if I go back, even in the show notes, the next thing is king of Tyre, the cherubim, the guardian cherub. In Ezekiel chapter 28 verse 1 to 19 right so this spreading of the corner of the garment uh, anyway i'm just let me go back to let me go back in those recordings i've gone in some depth not all like not like intense depth just my kind of depth when it comes to the basic studies that i do so i've gone into a some type of depth when it comes to those things so when i read when I when I read what Paul is saying, let me go back to Paul. When I read what Paul is saying in First Corinthians chapter fifteen from verse forty-two, so will it be with the resurrection of the dead. The body that is sown is perishable; it is raised imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. These are words that are now highlighted in my brain after the studies because it is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. Why did Jesus have to die to give us eternal life? Why not just do that? One, God's ways are not my ways. But from the very beginning in Genesis chapter 3, God prophesies that you woman from your offspring, the snake's head will be crushed. This snake, the spiritual being that has caused all this uncovering to happen. Because if I read Ezekiel, I'm seeing that this is how even the Jews of the time, of Ezekiel's time, were understanding Genesis. Because they are actually referring to the guardian cherub that was in the Garden of Eden. This is God's words in Ezekiel chapter 28. So as a reader, I'm like, yo... You mean the serpent, a.k.a. the burning one, a.k.a. the shining one, a.k.a. the deceiver, the diviner? All this in adjective, verb, and uh, noun of that serpent word. You mean the snake was not just a snake, a slith, slithering snake. It was one of the shining ones. It was one of the guardian cherubs, a covering cherub. So we see from the consequences of their actions, the cherub is uncovered and now it has to crawl on its belly. And I also don't see that literally. I also see that as the quote-unquote covering that it had, the wings that it had, 
they have been taken from him. He has fallen to earth. He did not fly down to earth. He fell like lightning. And you see how lightning strikes like in a second? Jesus says, I saw Satan fall down like lightning. This is the same Satan, the same opposing force, the same opposing being that was that deceived Eve in the garden. You see? So the dishonoring is happening after the deception happened. They were clothed in dignity and honor, both the guardian cherub and Adam and Eve, the human beings. They were clothed in dignity and honor. But then after that, dishonor and um, this is the thing, the opposite of, of dignity. Oh man, I came across these things. Let me see if I, I, I send myself dishonor. Let me search honor. Honor and see if I, I send myself something. Um, I remember finding this and I'm like, yo, this is interesting. Dignity and honor. Okay. 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 But anyway, so even I remember in the study saying, yo, what's the opposite of dishonor? Cause even in Ezekiel, perfect. In Ezekiel, let me jump, just jump there. Kidogo sana. In Ezekiel chapter 28, right? We see, I'm not just pulling this out of my behind or something, to be honest. This is something I came across when it comes to dignity and honor. Paul is saying that we are going to gain back the garments of, of splendor, the imperishable, the eternal dignity and honor. We will be clothed with those garments again because the garments that we received from the fall of mankind was was um let me now read Ezekiel. Ezekiel where is it? Daniel okay. Ezekiel chapter twenty-eight. Let me just um look for that verse where okay, let me read quickly Ezekiel twenty-eight from verse eleven about this guardian cherub. Ezekiel twenty-eight from verse eleven. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, take up a lament concerning the king of Tyre and say to him, This is what the sovereign Lord says, You are the seal of perfection. You see the glory and honor? You are the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and beauty, and perfect in beauty. You are in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone adorned you. You see, you were clothed. Every precious stone adorned you. And then there's the mention of the, these stones. Carnelian, crystallite, crystallite, emerald, topaz, onyx, and jasper, lapis, lapis lazuli, um, turquoise and burial your settings and mountings were made of gold on the day you were created they were prepared you see how god is talking about the clothing and the covering this guardian cherub had okay verse 14 you were anointed as a guardian cherub a covering cherub for so i i the lord ordained you you were on the holy mount of god you walked among the fiery stones. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created till wickedness was found in you. 
Through your widespread trade, you were filled with violence and you sinned. So I drove you in disgrace, disgrace. See the opposite of, opposite of dignity and dishonor? Disgrace. I drove you in disgrace from the mount of God. I saw Satan fall down like lightning. Okay, I drove you in disgrace from the mount of God and I expelled you, guardian cherub, from among the fiery stones. Your heart became proud on account of your beauty and you corrupted your wisdom because of your splendor. You see, it, the guardian cherub had splendor before. But because he, was, he became so proud, your heart became proud on account of your beauty and you, you corrupted your wisdom. We see the deception happening in Genesis chapter 3. The, the, the serpent is wise. He is wise. That's why even Jesus tells us to be as cunning as serpents and as humble as doves, as wise as doves, something like that. So Jesus is not telling us to be like the devil. No, Jesus is telling us there is some wisdom, there's cunningness, there's some some. You need to be smart, right, in how you deal. Don't just be ignorant in, in, in how you deal with situations. No. But we see even in the garden, the serpent corrupted its wisdom that God has, had given him, right, because of your splendor. So I threw you to the earth again. I threw you to the earth. I saw Satan fall down like lightning. So I threw you to the earth. I made a spectacle of you before kings. But your many sins and dishonest trade, you desecrated your sanctuaries. So I made a fire come out from you and it consumed you. And I reduced you to ashes on the ground. Ashes on the ground. You will crawl on the ground, right? In the sight of all who are watching, all the nations who knew you are appalled at you. You have come to a horrible end. And will be no more. So you see, even God is saying, from no, no, okay, yes, God is the one who's speaking, but I'm saying I came here because of the disgrace part. And I think if if I can Google, can I multitask? My phone multitask. If I can Google the opposite of opposite of honor, let me see. The opposite of honor is disgrace and dishonor. You see, that's the opposite of honor disgrace and then what's the opposite of dignity the opposite of dignity uh, informality hmm. uh, similar similar yeah 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 what's the opposite the opposite of dignity dishonor okay yeah so we're coming back to the same thing right Dishonor to your cow, dishonor to your <laughs> Mulan, Moshu. Okay, 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 where was I? So Paul is telling us in First Corinthians chapter, let me, First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 40 something, I was in verse 43. So Paul is saying, look at the difference. Right now you're clothed in flesh, a disgraced form of what God um of what God has for you it's a disgraced form because the man fell we are fallen fallen from what fallen from dignity fallen from from honor 
fallen from splendor. But when we die, when we die to ourselves and we put on Christ who is alive in us, who is the life, right? When we die and we put on Christ, his righteousness, his, now we get, we become honorable. We become dignified because what God sees, he does not see our sinful state. No, Christ crucified sin on the cross. When we put on Christ, sin is crucified. We have been made holy. This is Ephesians chapter 5 from verse 21. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy by cleansing her through the word. Christ cleanses us. We are made holy. We are dignified now. And Paul is saying, yes, right now you have put on Christ, but guess what? The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. When judgment comes, when the wheat is separated from the chaff, when the true disciples are separated from the false disciples, the body that we will be resurrected in, those who are in Christ, will be imperishable, will be spiritual bodies, will be glorified bodies powerful bodies right so that's why that's why i went through all that karini so from verse 42 let me finish this chapter so it will be with the resurrection of the dead the body that is sown is perishable it is raised imperishable it is sown in dishonor it is raised in glory it is sown in weakness it is raised in power it is sown a natural body it is raised a spiritual body if there, is a, if there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. Paul is taking us back to Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. The last Adam, that's the first man, Adam. Right? He became a living being. But the last Adam, aka Christ, a life-giving spirit. The spiritual did not come first. But the natural, this does not mean Christ did not exist before Adam existed. No, we're talking about the glorified man, the son of man, the glorified son of man. He, that glorified God, Jesus existed. He is God. He existed in the beginning, but not as the glorified son of man. He existed as God. But then God prophesied that the glorified son of man will be born by the offspring of the woman. And that glorified son of man will crush the snake. The snake will also strike him, meaning he will die. But he will rise again. He will defeat death. That's the crushing of the snake. right? The snake will bite him, but he will crush the snake, the head of the snake. So that's why Jesus is a life-giving spirit because we receive eternal life through Christ, right? He, Adam brought death, brought dishonor, brought, brought disgrace. But Christ brings dignity and honor and life and glory and power, right? So verse 46, the spiritual did not come first, but the natural. And after that, the spiritual. Also in the... Um, where I was studying, I think it's read between the lines, between the lines, um, between the lines where I was studying about the 
Christ crucified before the foundation of the earth, that also does not mean that Christ like, okay, when this does not contradict with that message because God is above time. God created time. I'm not talking about timelines. When did Jesus exist? When did Adam exist? No, no, no. I'm talking about the fulfillment of the prophecy when it manifested on earth. So the manifestation, if that's a word, the son of man did not manifest before Adam was created. The son of man manifested when Christ came into the earth, lived a sinless, sinless life. He called himself the son of man, by the way, and died and was raised from the dead. That's the glorified son of, son of man. The one who appeared to his disciples and to many others. Right? That's when the son of man was manifested. Even Jesus tells the the Sanhedrin, no, 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 no. The, the chief priests, yeah? He says, you will see the son of man riding on the clouds of heaven and seated at the right hand of God. Jesus say, you will see the manifestation of the promised Messiah. But that does not mean Christ did not exist. No, we're talking about the manifestation of the promise, the fulfillment of the prophecy of the offspring of the woman, right? So that's why when Paul says the spiritual did not come first, but the natural, and after that the spiritual, Paul is not talking about Antichrist did not exist first, but Adam is the first one who existed and then Christ was born later. No, no, no. We're talking about manifesting, right? Okay. And I'm not using this term manifesting as a mystical thing, this new age term that people use now. I'm talking about biblical biblically like the appearance physical natural appearance you know that one okay verse 47 the first man was out of dust of the earth was out of the dust of the earth the second man is of heaven exactly what paul what jesus tells nicodemus nick my dude don't you get it you're the teacher of the law and you don't understand these things no no, no. first you have to be born of water and then you be, need to be born of the spirit. The flesh gives birth to flesh and the spirit gives birth to spirit. The son of man comes from above. Right? You need to be born from above. So that's exactly, Paul is saying exactly what Jesus was preaching. So verse 47, the first man was of the dust of the earth. The second man is of heaven. As was the earthly man, a.k.a. Adam, so all those who are of the earth as human beings, and as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are of heaven. So even from Adam, human beings, right? Fallen fleshly man. From Jesus Christ, who is the glorified son of man, we are the holy ones, the holy people in Daniel chapter 7. We become holy we are the glorified ones, right? Amen. Verse 49. And just as we have borne the image of the earthly man, so we shall bear the image of the heavenly man. This is taking me back to Colossians. Let me check once and for all if it's first or second. Okay. Colossians chapter. Is that Colossians? What is it? What was I talking about? Every time I say Colossians chapter 15. Colossians chapter... What is it? Chapter 3 verse 15. What is it? 
uh, what was I talking about? Where the sun is the image of the invisible God, where is that verse? Or even in Colossians chapter 2 verse 9, for in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. But I'm talking about the sun is the image. I keep on referring to that verse and come I'm mentioning the a different one. Is it Second Corinthians? No, there's no 15. Okay, let me just Google this. The sun is the image of the invisible God people verse. Colossians chapter 1 verse 15. Okay. I was in the right track, but it's not chapter 15. It's chapter 1 verse 15. Why am I here? Colossians chapter 1 verse 15. Why am I here? Let me go back to First Corinthians that I see why I'm here. What's the last thing I read? I read about um, as the earthly man. Oh, the image. Perfect. So, verse 49. As just as we have borne the image of the earthly man, aka Adam, right? We are descendants of Adam. So shall we bear the image of the heavenly man, Christ. Who is the heavenly man? The son of man, Christ. Now let me read Colossians chapter 1 verse 15. We, whose image? Who is this heavenly man? Heavenly man, right? Colossians 1 15. The son is the image of the, of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all these are physical powers, rulers or authorities, or even spiritual powers, rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead so that in everything he might have the supremacy. He continues talking about that, right? So we are made in Christ's image when we believe in Christ and we receive eternal life. Yeah, we are saved. Let me continue now, finish reading. Verse 50, I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will, not, we will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. I talked about this as well in the previous episodes. Verse 52. In a flash, listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a flash, in the twinkling of an eye. Ooh, twinkling. In the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable. And we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe. You see the clothing language here that I'm talking about? The garments, the clothing, the coverings. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality. Then the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. That is Isaiah chapter 25 verse 8. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Hosea chapter 13 verse 14. 
Where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 56. The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God. Amen. Thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing, nothing, let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. It's not in vain. This is beautiful. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. This is why Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is the only way. Let no man, no evil, deceiving creature lie to anyone that there is another way to God. But through this religion and this religion and this religion and this belief, we can all find our way to God. No. You cannot be clothed with the imperishable, with the glorified bodies, with the honored and dignified bodies by any other being. Christ believing and resting in Christ and Christ's finished works alone is the way to be clothed in righteousness, his righteousness is the way to be dignified, is the way to be honored, is the way to be glorified and given power. It's only through Christ. That's why the entire scriptures make sense together. I cannot just pick apart the Bible, verse, this verse and this verse and say, oh, there's a contradiction. I need to read the entire work, the work, right? Read the entire work as a whole. That's why we can see why the reason why Jesus had to come. It was prophesied by God himself. What's this topic about um, offspring language? What's this honor and dishonor language? What's this garment language, clothing language? But keep seeing in the verses, it makes sense together. And I thank God he's so patient with us because he created us. He knows how each of us functions so we only need to listen to the truth the voice of truth and not the voice of lies jesus says the devil is the father of lies he speaks his native tongue lying is his native tongue he deceives he he whether he doesn't change tactics it's the same tactics from the very beginning the deceiver when we listen to the deceiver, we are uncovered. We are uncovered. But when we listen to the voice of truth, we are clothed. And this is the hope that we have. When, when, when we lose, when people fall asleep, when believers, family members, believers, they fall asleep when they die, when their flesh dies, when the perishable dies, 
we have hope in the resurrection of the dead we have hope in the glorified bodies that these fallen and even us who have not fallen asleep we have hope that we will all be clothed in honor and in dignity in righteousness in glory this is the comfort that Christ has given me and my family this is truth and I'm happy I'm happy so that's the episode for today I don't think I have any other thing to say I don't that's the episode for today I'm not sure if I will I might I might find that recording I I, I know it is where I recorded to my sister and I sent to my family the dream and maybe cut it I might cut a piece of it and upload it if I don't then I have just explained it how it is so it's fine but I think God I'm testifying to the goodness of God because in my life this is just a testimony another testimony to the faithfulness of God and to the realness and the evidence of God God is real he is alive and he hears and he listens and he answers he has told us to ask to seek and to knock ask and we will receive seek and we will find knock and the door will be opened so i thank god that his ways are above my ways i thank god for that i'm so grateful for that because i don't know much and if i'm only relying on my knowledge then i'm doomed but the good thing is I'm so grateful to God that he begged, no, okay, let me not say beg. That was a wrong use of Okanini. He pleads with me. That's the truth. He pleads with me to listen, to turn to him and him alone. Not to turn to myself, but to turn to him. Like, he honestly wants that for me. He wants to be my all in all. He wants to give me knowledge and wisdom and understanding and comfort and rest and peace and love and joy and self-control and and goodness Kwanza, another thing god has been telling me to to understand is gentleness i don't know when i'm going to maybe this is a personal study because i've, see, I've been seeing how like on a daily basis him telling me when to be gentle how to be gentle because i just gentleness was just another thing in the Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, you know, the fruits of the Holy Spirit. I can at least explain love. I can at least explain joy. At least, like the very least, explain joy, peace, self-control, faithfulness, you know, goodness. But gentleness, I really didn't really, how could you explain gentleness? Is it a touch, gentle touch? You know, like... But God has been guiding me on understanding that as well. So anyway, my point is God gives us all these things when he asks. Because the teacher, the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit who comes from God, he reveals to us the mind of Christ, the depth of Christ. Because in him we are all formed. So when we believe that we are formed from Christ, by Christ, and through his death and resurrection we receive, the eternal life that we had forfeited from the very beginning 
the first man Adam if we believe that Christ did die and did resurrect and through his blood we have been saved and we receive eternal life if we believe that Christ promises the Holy Spirit to live in us and to reveal to us the mysteries of God and that's just beautiful we serve a God who's willing to give the knowledge away the wisdom the understanding away we don't have to sacrifice 10 bulls we don't have to pray prayers facing whichever side right we don't have to 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 pray whatever thing 10 times to whoever we don't have to do all these things god tells us to ask and we will receive because he knows our hearts we cannot manipulate god he knows our hearts we don't have to jesus tells us we don't have to pray so many prayers and long lengthy prayers whatever whatever no he even tells us that the father already knows what we want but he wants us to come to him as a child comes to a father and speak he wants a relationship and so i am i'm seeing that relationship built he's he's on actually building this relationship by the way <laughs> If I touch it, I'll break it. So he, I'm just leaving it to him. He's on building this relationship with the knowledge and the wisdom that I need. He knows when I need what I need, how I need it. And I only need to listen and obey. So I'm grateful to God. So let me pray. I mean, I think that's even a prayer. Thank you, God, for being faithful. Thank you, God, for... For intentionally wanting me to know you like for being so good and gentle and kind and faithful and generous in my life and my family's life thank you for the comfort we have not yet finished grieving and mourning of course grieving is there are moments for grieving but even during grief god i pray that you bring into remembrance your comfort bring into remembrance your truth that we are not lost when we die we are not dead we're not we're, we're not done it's not over for us we have eternal life together with other believers those in our family we will meet again in your perfect time we'll meet again no longer in pain no longer in discomfort no longer in 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 heaviness we'll meet again we in freedom rejoicing in peace and in love because we were we will be in you you are the love you are the peace you are the life i pray oh god that you continue freeing my family from all all things that have bound us if it's pain if it's anger if it's confusion if it's if it's um things that are causing um to separate disunity anything anything god i pray because you're a god who is above all your ways are not my ways you have told me to pray without ceasing any all sorts with all sorts of prayers pray in the spirit at any time at all times so god my prayers are not useless my prayers i don't need to use specific words in prayer so that you hear me 
you know my heart you already know what i'm praying for but god i want to voice it out loud because i believe that it's possible with you you've told us to have faith even as little as a mustard seed and we will move mountains god i'm praying for those mountains that are on our paths those mountains that the devil brings to discourage us to bring this unity God, I'm praying that you move those, those mountains. I'm praying that you move those mountains. Father, may you we're praying that for every member of my family my close family and my extended family it is possible with you, God. I'm praying that we know you personally, each one of us. Pray that you reveal yourself to us, each one of us, with the personalities you've created us with, with you know us, you know us deep down. I pray that you speak so loud and clear to us that we cannot, we cannot ignore you. We can only make two choices. Ignore, aka not listen to you, knowing that you have spoken or actually obey. But God, we want to know that you exist. Reveal yourself to us. Thank you for continually, for continually being faithful and guiding us. Thank you for providing. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the love in this family. Thank you for the unity in this family. Thank you for the patience, the peace in this family. Thank you for the joy in this family. As we become fruitful and we multiply, Lord, every household that stems from this house, Father, I pray that the same roots, the same roots, we rely on the same roots. You are the foundation, God. You are the rock. You are what we need to live, to survive. Generation to generation, God, I pray that you bless us. I pray that any evil plan the devil has set before us, Lord. We have received victory. Oh, death weighs your victory. Oh, death weighs your sting. The devil, you have been cast. You have been cast down. You have been cast down. You are under our feet by the authority we have been given by Christ Jesus to stample, to to staple, to stamp, right? To step on stones, to step on snakes and scorpions. You are under our feet by the authority given to us by Christ Jesus. The victory given to us by Christ Jesus. Many may fall. On our sides but Lord we are under your protection we are under your wings we are covered we are covered by you God I pray that you revive our faith revive our faith revive the fire in us Lord Jesus you'll not be a story of somebody told me once upon a time that God did this for them. God, I pray that on our daily walk with you, God, 
may you be so obvious to us may you be so obvious to us that we continue continually testify of your goodness of your faithfulness in our lives of your mercies in our lives you have been merciful you have been gracious i thank you free us lord from any bondage break any chain that is binding us lord jesus from mentally to spiritually to emotionally physically any ailment lord jesus free us lord you came to free the blind and heal the sick free those who are bound jesus that's what you said we receive freedom we receive peace you have not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind thank you god for a sound mind thank you for our friends and their families cover and protect them with the blood of jesus surround us lord with people who are for you who are of you members of your body separate lord who are not for us literally separate them from us detach them lord may we be obedient also when you tell us to detach give us eyes to see and ears to hear and bring close to us people who we can build together in the kingdom in our families in the areas where you have told us to step step foot in give us courage knowledge and wisdom soften the hearts of the people you send us to lord jesus so that they may be welcoming to hear our ideas to hear our our the things that we can contribute to receive our gifts make use of our gifts may we not be silent of the goodness of your goodness in our lives may we testify to those who have ears to hear thank you god in jesus name i pray trusting and believing amen and if this is the last episode of season 6 then um well season 7 will start soon <laughs> hopefully next week because i don't intend on taking a break but if i do do take a break season 7 will be out soon so thank you god goodbye everyone bye Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Hopefully you'll be joining me every Tuesday for new episodes of the Trying Podcast. Stay safe guys. Bye.